And welcome once again to the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. I'm your announcer, Dr. Jeremy Weiss, and in just a moment, we'll be joined by our co-host, Ms. Catherine Ironwood of luckymojo.com in Forestville, California, and Conjurman Ali of theconjurman.com in Mission Viejo, California. This week, we will be joined by a special guest, Madam Nadia, bringing us today's topic of rapid transformation, technique hypnotherapy, calling in from Chicago, Illinois. They will take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of voodoo, conjure, or root work as defined and prescribed by the greatest spiritual voodooists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who have signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show, then you will be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first we're going to catch up with our co-host, Ms. Kat and Conjurman Ali. How are you guys doing today? Oh, wow. I'm out of breath. Um, I've been running around. Um, Signy DC already has a question. What is the hoodoo oil oracle of the day? Yes. Mm-mm-mm. Today is kind of kind of tricky, yeah. Well, people who listen to the show regularly know that I take the time on Sunday morning to sign books in advance for people who order books from our shop that are personally signed by me, and also to make oils. And um, so today we started with attraction, mm, yum, and then we went to essence of bendover, which is like part yum and part, you know, <laughs> to do it. And then from Essence of Bendover, I I did this kind of deliberately, the order in which I did them. From Essence of Bendover, I went to Domination. Mm. And then, uh, which is kind of interesting smell, and then the last one kind of broke the chain. It was Fiery Wall of Protection, (laughs) So, Mm. which has its own little yum component in it. Um, If you all have smelled Fiery Wall, it's not as scary as you might think it is. It has a little... A little hint of yum in it. So I smell like kind of yum, but um, pushy. <laughs> that, that's the answer to the question. <laughs> you smell like you get things done. I smell like I got things done. I also signed two whole boxes of books. I ran all the way down the stairs with the books, all the way back up, a little out of breath. So, um, so that's it for um, <clears throat> the uh, oil oracle of the day. Other things, <clears throat> excuse me. Other things going on around here. We are making products. We are still not allowing people in the shop. You can order online and come pick up if you want to. <clears throat> we'll get everything ready for you as quick as we can. Um, we've had, um, you know, refusals of people to order because you know we we um, aren't letting them in, and they're like, "But I want to come in," and we're like, "No, it ain't happening." <laughs> So all of you all stay safe with COVID. Do whatever you have to do. The county I'm in has just had another spike in new cases. And although the death rate is down because they've come up with better treatments, the new case rate 
is still high, and the recovery from COVID-19 is unsure. There are people with lifelong damage, it may be. People certainly who are suffering weeks and months of damage, neurological damage. So you don't want to get this thing, even if you survive it, it's not going to be a picnic. So we are staying closed. However, we've been um, working hard on on our other little projects. Um, Every week at AIR on on Tuesdays, a group of us get together and write a new free page. And you can find those free pages at the Lucky Mojo Forum. Every Monday, Nagashiva and I select a free spell previously published somewhere. And... um, out of a book or out of the forum, out of one of our web pages, we illustrate it with a real pretty picture showing the ingredients. And um, we put one of those up in the forum and at Facebook every uh, Monday. Hoodoo Psychics is putting up lists, magical lists, little mnemonics, things that you can do, 13, you know, 13 money herbs or whatever it would be. <clears throat> and um, those are going up regularly. They are being logged at the forum. These radio shows are archived at the forum. And um, we're really trying to um, give you all something um, to amuse yourselves during the lockdown. You can't go out, you can't do things, but we have a lot going on that we've transferred a lot of our energy to the Lucky Mojo Forum. So it's free. If you're not signed up yet, just sign up. You can read it without signing up, but if you want to post, just make yourself a, a login. Your first three posts will be hand-moderated to keep out, uh, you know, spammers, trolls, and creeps. But after that, you can post anywhere that you want to. So that's what's new with us, a lot of work on the forum. So how about you, Ollie? What's going on down there where you are? Well, uh, like like NorCal, SoCal has had a spike, uh, and it's slowly turning into a hotbed unfortunately, of, of cases. So we're moving back into lockdown pretty quickly uh, and social distancing from L.A. to Orange County in particular. Um, I, I don't think SoCal ever quite took it as seriously as Northern California did. We were a little slower. You know, beach culture played a big factor into it. People still kind of going out and hanging out. Huntington Beach in particular was a disaster. <laughs> and so it's been quite quite the... Uh, Revelation, I should say, and uh, so now I've been I've been pretty careful and safe. Mostly, I realize that I'm spending my time doing more and more book orders, <laughs> being somewhat in lockdown. I find myself going, well, I might as well surround myself with books, uh, and so I uh, keep getting Amazon orders. But some of the things are like really late now. I shouldn't be using Amazon anyway, because fuck Amazon. But uh, some of the books like take weeks to arrive, so I completely forget that I've ordered them, and so they show up at the street. <laughs> like, oh, I remember I ordered this book six weeks ago. Uh, so it's been a little bit of a, a Christmas for me. Every couple of days, when a book shows up, uh, and I open it up, and I've been kind of organizing in which book I want to read first. Some of it's related to like research I'm interested in doing, and some of it is just pure pleasure. Uh, so it's been it's been mostly me being even more of a bibliophile than I usually am. Um, and that's how, you know, we're all dealing with the craziness of the COVID moment. Yeah, I, I'm i catching up on all of the New Yorker magazines I didn't read. Um, I have them in a stack, and I'm just sort of like, 
moving my way through them as quickly as possible, I'm, I alternate a new one and an old one from like 2018 or 2019 when I was just too busy to read The New Yorker. Yeah, perfect time to catch up. <laughs> and ordering books. Jeremy and I have a, um, a habit of discussing books, and then we both go out and order the book that the other one doesn't have, you know, the one that we don't have, and so that, and then we show pictures of the books. I got it, too. <laughs> it's kind of a strange book club with Jeremy. <laughs> it's true. So, well, um, today our guest is Madame Nadia, who is a a woman who has been on this show many, many times in a number of roles. She has been a co-host. She has been a guest. I don't think she's ever been an announcer. Have you ever been an announcer, Madam <laughs> Nadia? No, my dear Catherine. I have never been an announcer. But I'll tell well, you we, that, yes. But a fan favorite Okay. One of these days, Madam Nadia, we're going to make you an announcer. It'll be fun. Don't um, I don't know you. That, that, that domination oil. I will make. Yeah, that, I will not be like Jeremy. I need some domination oil in me before I I can do a job like this. I was really impressed in the beginning. Oil. I was like, oh my god. Well, I think it would be great to have that impenetrable Eastern European accent there, um, <laughs> announcing that will drive people up the tree. I'll tell you. Um, do you want me to right. say it with an accent? Like I know people in the Eastern Bloc still. See, I can do the whole That's show it. like this. It would be horribly, yeah, well, you know, theoretical. You could do all the announcing in Russian. <laughs> oh, you want me to work hard? <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Can you can you that do all be. the announce? You could do it all in in Hebrew. Say say the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour in Hebrew. The lucky mojo would work hour. In but in Hebrew. In Hebrew. Say it in Hebrew. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I said it in Hebrew. Baby. I don't know how to translate the whole thing. Kat, you cannot put me on, on the spot like this. I really, oh, okay. I'm going to dial back. We're back in time. It's going to be Doctor Strange moment. We're going to go back in time and then come back and... I so I don't embarrass myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I know. I don't think I know the word for mojo in Arabic either. To be honest with you. No, you just say it. Just say it as if you were saying it. You know. And just with a slight accent. Oh, right. Yeah, with a slight accent. Mom. Can you say the you lucky mojo for an hour? Or no accent. I'm sorry. Say that again. We we either given as full accent or no accent. So you need to tell me to switch to Russian or Hebrew first, and then. Uh, oh, first first Hebrew. I know you. You're like my mother. You okay. remind me so much of my mother. She'd say, "Are we going to be talking German or Italian now?" <laughs> she had to yeah, know. Right. It's like switch. a little switch in her brain. Exactly, and then, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, you. She was a Gemini too. Uh, do it. Say lucky. I don't know what the word for lucky is in Hebrew. What's the lucky? Mazel. 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 Mavel Razi, Razim, it should be, right? Lucky, well, that would be Secrets or Mojo. Oh. <laughs> you guys and, then, and then? Yeah. And then? And then? Oh, what did we go there? Who do? The Huda part? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's not the hour we can do. Sha'a. Right. Beverly? Yeah. All right. 
be able to be translated into two words, root and work. Mm-hmm. Mm. Probably. Uh, all right. Meanwhile, Ali is going, and what is this in Arabic? And what is this in ancient Greek, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with the words. It's funny because like, my Hebrew is crap. I don't, I'm not very good at Hebrew. But I'm trying to follow along. And I couldn't for the life of me. I can't think of the word for root in either Hebrew, Arabic, or Greek right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh! It's well, I am sure. But I'm gonna look it up after this show. I am gonna look okay. it up. Okay. Well, I am monolingual, and 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 okay with that. I'm not proud of it. I'm not embarrassed by it. But I am monolingual. I never fulfilled my mother's ambitions to speak five languages, which she did. Mm. I can't do it. I got the things going. My brain is filled with other things like typesetting, so no room for languages. Um, although I can understand German when it's spoken, but I cannot create German on my own. So sorry if I poked fun at you guys and put you all on the spot. I couldn't have done it <laughs> in any language other than English. I'm a lame-o. So, um, <clears throat> so anyway, Nadia, someday we'll make you the announcer. Um, but here we are. And, um, and so first of all, give us a little hint on what is going on in your world of conjure and hoodoo root work and uh, and teaching these days. What are you up to? Oh my goodness, I am just up to everything. I've been it's I don't know what everybody else in COVID, but for me all this time just picked up and became so deeply, deeply busy and um I do at this point, I have like three different things that I do, and in addition to my daughter and all this other stuff, and I also moved. It was quite intense, but in terms of spiritual work, I have very, very loyal client base. I am so grateful for them because, I mean, this is people who are sending me messages, Madam Nadia, I'm so sorry. I'm working on getting money because I got fired for a reading, just so you know, and I'll be like, uh, let's do the readings and need the money when you're ready. I know where you live. I did work for all of your family. I'm really not concerned about this, okay? Mm-hmm. But I am really, really, really grateful to my people. A lot of readings, a lot of them going, like, I I have to downsize my practice because I'm invested in a lot of things. And the people that I am working with, I know really well what's going on. So it's, it's very interesting to see how over the years you have those loyal clients, you know, that followed me from California. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. deeply involved in their life and they're in my life and it's like becoming like a family it's a sense of community and me as a mm. person who also loves technology it's really amazing to see that I can keep up with people's lives online as well and through Facebook a lot of clients a lot of clients that became friends and so forth and a lot of clients that also are now uh, dipping into my um, hypnotherapy practice and we had some amazing work done so it's it's been busy, very very yeah. busy. Thank God everybody is uh, is alive. I think mm-hmm. this is my, my, thank God everybody's alive. That's my first thank you in the morning, and um, mm-hmm. it's it's just you know everybody is in a different state, everybody is in a different situation, and it's just I think our work is so much about just supporting everybody. At some point, I was just sending mm. my really close clients texts like, Hey, what's up? Are you okay? You know, and mm-hmm. the right. Is everybody okay? You know, is your business still together? 
Are you working? Mm-hmm. And, and people really appreciated that. You know, I just I do it because I care, not because I'm trying to hustle reading or do something like that. So interesting mm-hmm. times. Indeed. Yeah, you know, when you and I first met, which was a long time ago now, mm-hmm. I mentioned to you that I preferred my regulars to my drive-bys, is what I call them. And, uh-huh. um, and it, you know, some of those people are still with me. I have reading mm-hmm. notes on people, you know, going back to 2003. And um, it's it's kind of interesting, you know, watching their lives evolve and, you know, um, marriages, children, grandchildren, changing jobs, buying a house. And I'm mm-hmm. kind of along for the ride with these people. I'm always there. And sometimes they call and they say, well, everything's fine, but I booked a reading with you because it's my birthday. And I, you know, no longer in a crisis. I only book one reading a year for my birthday. And I'll do a a wheel of the year for them, you know, um, what to expect for the coming 12 months. But many of my clients who are my regulars are... um, you know, they're going through all kinds of stuff with their jobs. I'll tell you, that's been, been more than the COVID disease. <clears throat> the economic collapse has caused a lot of problems. People working from home, being expected to do more jobs at home than they did when they reported for duty. And um, there's a lot of, um, you know, collateral damage also. Grandfather has died of COVID. Father is in the hospital. So my clients... Um, are still all healthy, but there are um, people who have died in the families of some of my mm-hmm. clients. So it's really been a very um, emotional time for everybody. And as a reader, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm I'm here for everybody. And and uh, it's been it's been a lot of um, spiritual work. So I I hear you on that one. And it's true. Mm-hmm. When I first started teaching this course in Hoodoo that I teach, one of the things I was trying to teach people was how to be a good professional, how not to mm-hmm. just put up a, a neon sign yeah. on the on the boardwalk and say, here I am, you know, but how to be a real reader for a family and for the generations of that family, for the cousins, the sisters, the sister-in-law, you know, they all come. And um, And I tried to teach that to people, and it's so nice to know that at least some of my students got it, and that that's some did not, but some did, and that really to be a family reader <clears throat> is more than just um you know some teenage girl calling you up if you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, all right, well, we have a topic which Nadia brought to us today, and this topic is about hypnotism now i'm gonna and hypnotherapy. Okay, it's rapid transformation techniques with hypnotherapy. But before we start, I'm going to say a few words. I know there's going to be somebody. I know somebody listening to this is going, "What the heck does hypnotism have to do with hoodoo?" That's not black. I just I know they're going to say it because they say it all the time. They say it about astrology. We got to go to like some really good history. So let's go there. I know. I know. They say people say. People who don't know history, they they make assumptions. And one of their assumptions is that since hypnotherapy is an education that you learn, it's not just a gift. There's education, there's actual learning, training, and practice. That, of course, black people wouldn't do that. And ultimately what they're saying, although they're saying it's not pure hoodoo, what they're actually saying is 
they would like hoodoo to express some sort of primitivism of a primitive culture, and that's not the case. Now, mm. where does hypnotism enter into hoodoo? Well, I can tell you, I first was introduced to hypnotism by a stage hypnotist, and this is not what we're talking about, but mm-hmm. that's many people's first exposure. There I was in school. The hypnotist comes out. People are made to be, you know, uh, stiff as a board, light as a feather. And it was an amazing demonstration of stage hypnotism. And in those days, those stage hypnotism acts were often done with an adult, uh, usually a husband and wife team, and children. And nowadays, of course, hypnotizing children would be considered terrible, against the law, you know, abusive. But the reason these stage hypnotists demonstrated on children is that children are really good hypnotic subjects because they don't know how to exist. (laughs) So I was blown away by this, and I was like, wow, hypnotism, this is so amazing. Well, the next time I ran into hypnotism was in a hoodoo candle shop, and it was a little Mm -hmm. book, and the book was called 25 Lessons in Hypnotism. And as I've mentioned, in my youth, I traveled around from one candle store to the other, and there were these certain books that were always there. Legends of Incense, Urban Oil Magic, Master Book of Candle, Burning Secrets of the Psalms, Black and White Magic of Marie Laveau. These books were in every hoodoo shop, and one of the books was 25 Lessons in Hypnotism. And if Mm -hmm. you look back into the old catalogs of hoodoo supplies, like the Valmore Company, O&B Standard Company, um, R.C. Strong uh, Company, any of these companies um, that supply psychic sciences, book publishing company, any of these companies that supplied books on hoodoo also supplied this particular book, 25 Lessons in Hypnotism. Well, that means that hypnotism was available to any practitioner of hoodoo at that time. These books were sold Mm -hmm. everywhere, okay? So hoodoo has had hypnotism as part of it at least since the um, Victorian era. And Shiva says, and what about the art of kissing? Yes, the art of kissing was one of those books too. And How to Write Love Letters was another. And these books were originally put out as little pamphlets um, by two different companies. One was the Wayman Brothers and one was uh, the Ottingers. And um, both of those were um, Jewish-American publishers. Some of their material was translated from German. Uh, They also put out the Sixth and Seventh Books of Moses and, of course, Secrets of the Psalms. But they they put out these little books um, that were... Very popular. I mean, I saw how to write love letters in hoodoo shops as late as the 1980s. I think eventually somebody's basement full of them finally got empty and then it was never reprinted. But um, so um, these these um, um, uh, things are very um, common parlance. And I think I said that name wrong. I said Ottinger. That's the name of one of my family members. I think it's Ottenheimer. And that's another one of my family members. I get them confused. They both have to do with otters. (laughs) I think it's Ottenheimer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, In any case, um, they were in Baltimore. Um, And the Wayman brothers were in New York. In any case, these booklets taught people hypnotism. So that's Mm -hmm. all I'm going to say about hypnotism right now. But you could find ads for hypnotism books, in fact, for that same 25 Lessons in Hypnotism, in the back of um, 
uh, DC Comics and Marvel mm-hmm. Comics. Mm-hmm. And if you all would look at the label of Lucky Mojo brand Influence Oil, that's a piece of that's a piece of art that came out of a comic book ad for a course in hypnotism, which is that book. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, and um, Joe Orlando, comic book artist Joe Orlando, drew that piece of art, and I always loved it. And I used it as our basis for our label. I flipped it. We did a little bit of extra goodness with it. But that's Joe Orlando's art, old friend of mine, long gone. All right. Now I'm going to turn this over to Madam Nadia. Now that we've set the scene, that hypnotism does exist in hoodoo. Okay. Yes. And and I just had to take a picture of my uh, influence oil. I bought to post it on Facebook in front of the screen here because it's really sitting here. And it's one of my favorites. And um, I absolutely love the art in this one, too. And, of course, I do hypnotherapy. So I recommend this oil. In the Oracle oil, let's throw the influence oil in there today. Um, um, I know that a lot of the folks that um, in air are familiar with hypnotherapy. And this Mm -hmm. was, you know, we have some, some folks that do hypnotherapy. The difference between what I do and traditional hypnotherapy is that in traditional hypnotherapy you're going to have something that's called induction and convincers. So induction is basically I'm going to take you to a place of trance, I'm going to take you to a place where your subconscious mind is open to suggestion, I'm going to show you how suggestible you are, and then I'm going to put on a few suggestions, which is great. It will work on anyone, but it's not fixing anything. The rapid transformational technique therapy is a whole different kind of therapy. And it's been getting a lot, a lot, a lot of awards. And I am uh, training with and trained with Marisa Peer, and she is a legend. She's my personal muse. In fact, when several years ago, J.A. and I did the presentation at the uh, festival, my presentation was based a lot on the work of Marisa Peer, who I already researched at the time. And she largely worked with A-list celebrities all of her career. Only recently she sort of started training people. And I feel incredibly, incredibly grateful to be part of that because there are still very few of us compared to everybody else. And what's happening is that rapid transformation therapy is um, it's, it's really, really incredible because what it does is it recognizes, it takes a person that comes to you and says, well, I am trying to, con- 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 let's say, uh, conceive a baby. And for some reason, I can, you know, I can get pregnant, but I can't keep the baby. And we can go to rapid transformation therapy technique and go and start digging in the past. And we take a person actually to um, several scenes in the past, and we start seeing the cause of why they're feeling a certain way. And you see that the, the interesting thing about the mind is that the mind attaches meanings and beliefs to things. So when we go back into it in time, and sometimes people even go to the womb or people go before the womb, like past life regression, things happen. So let's say um, somebody went through a horrific incident or even a simple incident, but they attached a meaning to it. And then another thing happened and they attached another meaning. And suddenly they started feeling that no matter what they're going to do, they're not enough. 
they will never get to whatever other people in the family got to, or they'll never be able to get the job that they want. They're never going to be able to get the partner that they want. They are not going to get um, as successful as other people. And literally in one to three sessions, we can go into that. We have some interventions and some techniques, and we can fix it. And it's amazing because this is no, like, you see a lot of dependency programs out there, like you need to come for several months or even several years, mm -hmm. behavioral therapy. People just go in and talk and talk and talk, but that is not solving the actual situation. This type of therapy is just, it's quick. It's very, very powerful because we work with understanding and understanding is power and understanding is freedom. So if a person, I act as a guide, I take you to this journey, but it's your brilliant mind that's showing you the instances and you are the one that's making that connection and you cannot ununderstand something. If you look at the situation, you understand it, you are almost there. And now after that, another thing that is very, very, very unique for us is that we create what we call transformational bespoke recording. So this is based specifically on each individual. It's not like something that I make for everybody and I send them. We incorporate the things that came up in the session. And then the person is listening to that for 21 days. And this is recoding a whole set of beliefs. And after this transformational recording, voila, your mind is just absolutely rewired. And I'm going to tell you how amazing it is. I had headaches on and off for three days. And I knew that I'm going on the show today. And I said, I am going to prove how amazing at hypnotherapy I am. And I am my own sort of guinea pig all the time. So I quoted into myself that at 4 o'clock, my headache will go completely away, and I will be happy, I will be excited, I will be here, nothing is going to be bothering me. Guess what? I didn't even realize at 4.05, I looked up and I realized my headache is gone. So it's that simple and it's that easy. This is the beautiful thing about it. And if it's easy, it means that it's socialist and accessible to everybody. We don't have to be any kind of special people in order to do that. We don't have to, do, to, to, to leave somewhere else, or, and it all can be done on Zoom. I've been working with my clients absolutely on Zoom, on Skype. I don't need to be even in the room in order to achieve the results that are achievable. And I'm going to take can it I, even can farther. I, can, I break in here? can I break in here? Because yes. you're talking about this, and you're talking about how um, useful it is. I'd like to know how you learned about it. I started seeking information for my own self-development, and I started going into I am enough information. Marisa Pierce started posting more and showing up more, and I think, I don't know if she, if she was teaching them, but mm -hmm. I started getting her recordings, and I started listening to her hypnotherapy, and it made a lot of sense to me because everything is based on neuroscience. And most of mm -hmm. the people know that I, am, I went through a really, really difficult burn accident but I came mm -hmm. out on the other side, and I'm completely in perfect shape. I've never been in better shape in my life. I gave birth to it. I look amazing. My skin is healing in amazing ways because I experienced something that, was, that we call neuroplasticity. I could not agree mm -hmm. to the fact that I'm not going to be able to stand, that I'm not going to be able to straighten my feet, that I'm going to be a cripple for the rest of my life. It wasn't an option. So my reality in my head existed only how I am moving and walking and doing things. And then mm -hmm. I think also our reality of what's happening with us in our life is very important. Mm -hmm. I, I am a doer. 
people come to me mm-hmm. and say, oh, Nadia, you're so strong. I'm not stronger than you. I just do things. I don't sit back mm-hmm. and let things. I just do it. So you add another mm-hmm. project and I do it and you add another project. But then I realize, oh, my God, I have this amazing skill. No matter what you throw at me, I can mm-hmm. do it. This is hypnotherapy. I'm going to remind myself every day, Nadia, you know why you're amazing? You know why you're going to handle today? Because no matter what comes at you, you can deal with it. You proved it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't freak out. We can handle it. And what is uh, uh, Marcus Aurelius, who is the one that we're talking about, how perspective is a mindset is important. Mm-hmm. It's really Well, I'm going to jump in here, too, and say that um, another person who has used um, hypnotherapy in their life, who is a member of AIR and a friend of ours, is John St. Germain. Yeah. Um, mm. He, he um, at one point, was... I would guess you could say, I, I don't think I would be sharing a secret because he does talk about it on his webpage. He was morbidly obese, and I think he also smoked. And he used um, self-hypnosis mm-hmm. to uh, bring his weight down to a manageable level and um, to uh, quit or cut back on his smoking. And I think he, he did quit pretty much completely. And um, And he also has taught these self-hypnosis techniques. Self-hypnosis has always been popular in the uh, occult world because so many of us are solitary type people. We want to do it for ourselves. Hypnosis tapes or hypnosis sessions that are made or hypnosis um, conference calls or however you want to do it are another form because that gives somebody else a kind of a check-in. You're not just um, working on your own stuff. You have a group uh, that supports you or a teacher who supports you and is checking in with you to see how you're living up to it and how it's working for you. Self-hypnosis is something that I um, tried at one point there was a book that came out from Wilshire Publishing called uh, Psycho-Cybernetics. And this book came out in the 60s. And it was just one of these funny words, Psycho-Cybernetics. But it actually was a very good book on self-hypnosis and on uh, reconditioning your mind. And I recommended it for years to people. It's now somewhat of a vintage book. But um, there are people who remember it very fondly. I had that book when I was in jail. And I was, you know, had no, nothing but my mind to work on. So Psycho-Cybernetics was the book that uh, helped me uh, get a handle on my mind, you know. Um, just recommending it. Um, uh, probably it would be old-fashioned now. Uh, but, you know, it, it was very interesting. Um, yes, it was by Maxwell Maltz, published by Wilshire Book Company. Um, Ali, do you have any comments to make on hypnotism? Yeah, I don't do hypnotherapy myself. I work with hypnosis. Uh, I have a, a small background in it, and some of my magical work, particularly in regards to influence, combines some element of hypnosis with uh, root work in order to influence people. Uh, even uh, the way I speak sometimes is trained a little bit by mm-hmm. the work I've done with hypnotism and NLP and whatnot. But what Madame Nadia is talking about here is really actually much older than people think it is. You pointed out quite rightly today that in Hoodoo we've had long traditions of uh, hypnotism being a part of it. Uh, even Pascal Benoli Randolph, people forget, is that yeah, one of his more right. famous roles was as a trance medium and putting mm-hmm. people into trance. So the role of magnetism 
like New Thought, Mentalism, and Hypnotism all have deep roots in hoodoo, particularly in the late 19th and early 20th century. And so what we're talking about here is really goes to the root, if you'll pardon the pun, of what root work is, and it is healing. And I've said this over and over and over again. It's a very holistic understanding of healing, though, not just of the mind and the body, but of the life. And if you have a problem yeah. in your love life, the problem in your money, then it's an illness. You need a root doctor, a doctor to come in to work with the roots in order to heal you. And the hypnotherapy that Madame Nadia is talking about, which she's offering here, is that type of healing, going to the psychic root of a problem, combining root work with hypnotism to go deep. Both you and Madame Nadia said something really, really profound at the beginning of this show when you were talking about your clients. You said you had clients that you've been working with for decades, for years, and they were no mm-hmm. longer just clients that came to you for a drive-by reading. This is what I call the difference between readings and consultations. Mm-hmm. Consultations are long-term. They're about fixing your life. They can involve some element of reading. Sometimes it's just practical advice. How many times do we have clients call in here and talk about starting a business, and we have a wonderful queen of pentacles on the show, Miss Cat, and what did she say? Do you have a business card, right? That's yeah, what we're talking right. about. We're talking uh-huh. about this kind of deeper root of healing. And this is what Madam, when she says hypnotherapy, we're not talking about here, stare at this watch and then swing back and forth. We're talking about going really deep into the psychic mind and healing what's there. Fears, anxiety, doubt, the very things that hold you back from making money, from finding love, because you can do all the candle work that you want. Yes. But if there's something broken on the inside or there's something off on the inside, that's always going to be an obstacle. And so this type of holistic healing is really powerful and it is transformative. And it is very much root work. This is what root work is. It's this deep-rooted healing fixing people's lives so that they can get the happiness, the love, the success, the money that they rightly deserve. Mm-hmm. i got to say Absolutely. something here, too, because we started off talking about these long-term clients. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nothing is more discouraging to me as a reader than the long-term client who every six months comes by and it's a new man. Oh, and will this mm-hmm. be the one? Mm-hmm. Is he my twin flame? And when I proposed to them, maybe we should talk about your scripts in your mind, and they won't. Mm, they, they just, yes. They're just going to go from experience to experience. One of the things that hypnotism, either self-hypnotism or induced hypnotism, is good for is to get to the kind of the ground level of how your yeah. mind works and rewrite some of those self-defeating scripts and um, not it's not so simple as to say every day in every way I'm getting better and better, although that is a good old-fashioned mm-hmm. self-hypnosis mm-hmm. script, but other scripts that will help you um, substitute the, um, the lessons that you were taught that were not um, helpful to you. You know, you're, mm-hmm. you're no good, you're ugly, no one will love you, they only want you for your money, they only want you for your sex, you know, whatever, you know. They only like you when you're happy. All these things that you, people get told. Hypnotism can cut to the bottom of that and start um, a new program of thought. It it doesn't sound like 
magic. It doesn't sound like, here, mix these um, two fish autoliths with a dime and go get a job. But it is... Because it, take, it it goes to, well, which does work, but it does. But hypnotism actually goes to the basis of: Do you really want a job, and how you know are are you really going to look at yourself as a job holder, right? As someone who Absolutely. has a job. So many times, a root worker is using hypnotherapy techniques without stating them as such. And one of the things, because I learned a lot of this techniques myself as a young person from 25 Lessons in Hypnotism and Psycho-Cybernetics was really my first education in how to do this. And I always get a sort of an amusement when a client calls me up and we're going through whatever the, you know, the problem du jour is, and they say, you know, sometimes I just call you up to hear your voice, Kat. It's so soothing. Uh-huh. And I say, you are allowing me to hypnotize you. I don't do it on purpose. Uh-huh. I happen to have, I guess, a soothing voice. But um, that's why I always say, by the way, that Papa Newt, our former announcer, his voice has a great deal of power. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, yeah. if you want to learn to become a hypnotist, is to learn to use your voice. But yeah. not just for, not just for soothing, also for rousing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the voice has meaning and, and, and magic in it. But um, the uh, the uh, idea that I can take a client who is troubled and trembling and on the brink of crying or is crying, and and bring them into alignment with where I am psychologically, you could say, and we can share a moment and then realign. It's a very powerful technique, and I recommend it to anybody who reads either on the telephone or. Um, by Zoom, it's not as effective um, for email readings. If you're an email reader, skip it. Hypnotism is not your yeah. thing. <laughs> but yeah. if you talk, to, if you talk to somebody, it's because people respond to they they want to align themselves with their peers, um, mm-hmm. and so you just form. Um, you're a peer, but you're also just slightly more powerful, and you align them. So, again, I'm just saying this, not how to be a client of a hypnotherapist, but how to become a hypnotherapist. It's not a question of dominating. It's not like in the movies, you will look deep into my eyes. You are getting sleepy and sleepy. It's not It's not that. Um, I mean, it can be that, but it's not. Um, it really is more about um, creating a um, self talk and also talk from the hypnotist that begins to reformat, and I guess I have to use psycho-cybernetic terminology, reprogram your mind. Reprogram, reframe. (laughs) Reframe it, that's right. Reframe. Reframe is a big thing in in hypnotherapy, but you are absolutely right. There is, I think, especially as magical people, we ourselves, Mm -hmm. uh, by being intuitive, we already know how to get to that zone much more. And it's so much easier for us to influence ourselves. And in fact, I encourage anyone who is practicing magic to first and foremost work on their own mind because your mind is Mm -hmm. your best 
freaking tool, mm-hmm. and everything else is gravy. If you can control that machine, if you know how to get yourself to the zone. And another thing for whoever thinks that they can use hypnosis to mess with people or whatever, that might be that side that, that people might think about. When you're in that space with somebody, this is so sacred and so humbling when they allow you into their past that sometimes they don't remember that they have physical reactions to the memories exactly to the root cause. So they mm-hmm. see, they understand with their own mind what happened and why they reacted to it and why it was proper when they were five years old, when they were told that nobody's going to love them more than mommy. Okay, mm-hmm. and they accepted it. And then the next time somebody didn't like them and they came back and mommy said, hmm, see, I told you, nobody's going to love you more than mommy. And then something mm-hmm. else happened. You know what else? At 25, 27, 30, you can't find a man because nobody can love you like mommy. But right. nobody, you can do as many candles as you want on love. You will attract a person to you, but keeping them? How you can mm-hmm. you keep in them if your internal belief is that nobody will love you like mommy? Mm-hmm. But the minute we mm-hmm. go there, my job is to show you, to take you, to illuminate that. But your job is to see it. And the minute you see it, you understand that when you were five years old, it made sense. When you're 35 mm-hmm. years old, no. Mm-hmm. Let's replace that with the world loves me. Everybody loves me. Everybody adores me. I have wonderful relationships. Why not? Mm-hmm. This is completely conscious act. And when you are in that place with the 21 days that you're going to be listening to that, add candles to it, add oils to it, add, add amazing baths to it, add incorporate whatever your root worker suggested, and then start mm-hmm. building relationships. And it's amazing when just the understanding of, and most of the people will go to the same thing, either I am not enough, I am not lovable enough, I will never have enough or I'm different. And this is our old brain that says we have to live in a community and if we're different then other people will be thrown out and we will be eaten by beasts. So we have to be like everybody else. But if what happens if we're not like everybody else, right? So this is the four main causes, really. But if we go down and a person understands, I, was, I made certain beliefs about things because things happen. Mm-hmm. What am I, you know, mm. now I can change that. It's in my power. I understand it. If you get it, you get it. Nobody can take it away from you. That's the beauty of it. Absolutely the beauty of it. Yeah, I want to recommend another book which touches on this. It's called Secrets of the Crystal Silence League mm-hmm. um, by uh, Claude Alexander Conlon. And he was, among other things, a stage hypnotist. And he retired from this and became a spiritual worker. He actually retired in, um, I think, 1927 or something like that. And he continued to be a spiritual worker until he died in the 1950s. So he spent a long time as a spiritual worker. And he um, also, by doing stage hypnotism, where, you know, he would call for volunteers and, and he would, you know, cause people to go into a light trance, but he also learned that you could do this to yourself, retrain, reframe your own thought processes. And then he began to use mental influence with a crystal ball to send messages to people. And he also 
printed and wrote down what messages he would be sending to them so that they were then self-inducing those messages Mm -hmm. of strength, Mm -hmm. of courage, Uh of joy, happiness, Uh good good healthy eating habits, and so forth. And and Deacon Millett and I um, are great fans of Claude Alexander Conlon, and um, we decided to reprint some of his pamphlets and put them together in one book. It's called Secrets of the Crystal Silence League. And John St. Germain, who's also um, was a, a fan of his, um, has uh, become the voice of the Crystal Silence League and does a show, the Crystal Silence League Hour, and he, he gives um, informational talks on various topics of all types, Tarot, Buddhism, you name it. He's a walking encyclopedia. But he also does some um, uh, work with the idea of light trance and light self-hypnosis. And you might want to tune into his shows. And the the logs are um, at the forum, at the Lucky Mojo forum, and, it, and the, uh, the CSL, the Crystal Silence League show. So, again, this kind of stuff has been part of folk magic for a long time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I recommend that you check out the Crystal Silence League um, book. Particularly if you're if you're struggling with magical work yourself or, or spell casting, if you're doing work and it's not manifesting, doing you're lighting those candles for love, or tr- got that mojo bag for money, and things just aren't working, hypnotherapy, as, as we've been discussed here, is an opportunity for you to dig deeper and find out what is the block that's keeping you from manifesting. How do you reframe? Uh, how do you rewrite that script? And this is the type of work that Madame Nadia does. It's dig deeper. This is that consulting, healing work that can help you. Because at the end of the day, this isn't just about uh, finding an expert. It's about empowering yourself. You start by going to the expert who can help you overcome whatever it is that's holding you back from finding love. You know, no one will love you except for blank. That's a really powerful thing that can sometimes require help to overcome. But once you do overcome it, then you're empowered. And you can see the manifestation of this work in the fact that before and after, you light your candles and you get no results. Afterwards, you do your work and you do get results. So being able to dig deeper into that and find out what it is that's holding you back. We see this all the time in clients who don't even need uh, or who don't even realize that they need this type of work, is they'll come to us and they'll go, I've lit 16 candles and I've got no results. I've, I've done the intranquil spirit and it's not responding. Uh-huh. And, I did the love mirror, and I've done the love mirror die and it's not working. And can you do this? What's the most powerful spell you've got? That's the question, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you all know they... exactly, yeah. exactly what I'm talking about, right? What's the most powerful one you've got because they've done all these other things and it's just just a matter of power, what they don't recognize that no, 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 it's a matter of what's holding you back. Because if you are in your own power, if you are truly healed and you've got your willpower, then a single candle can move mountains. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, yeah. a million different spells won't do anything for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, most powerful, the, the most powerful mm-hmm. spell is the one you do. Um, with the most conviction and centered mm-hmm. awareness. Mm-hmm. That's the most powerful spell. Mm-hmm. It's not Absolutely. which will you use. But to get that powerful concentration does take work on yourself. For most people, most people yep. have had 
you know, um, terrible things happen to them. Loss of a loved one, accident, um, you know, um, poverty. Things have happened that make them lose their idea of themselves as a powerful being. And I'm not saying that hypnotism is going to make you into some kind of um, you know, crazed egomaniac. That's not what it's about. <laughs> but it's going to it's going to let you, in a way, strip away the things that you couldn't change, mm-hmm. the things that happened, the things that are in the past. Gather what resources you have, and look at yourself and say, now, what do I want to do? And sometimes mm-hmm. what yeah. you want to do isn't to get another boyfriend. Sometimes what you want to do is to feel good about yourself, your weight, your job, your children, and then maybe you'll have um, you'll be ready to look for another boyfriend. But people who run from spell to spell and have no success, very often um, a course in transformative self-hypnosis or transformative guided hypnosis, or some people call guided visualization. There are many names for these related group of techniques. They're not all the same technique but they're kind of a mm-hmm. family of techniques, um, raising of self-awareness, things, ideas like that. Those um, can be had from a root worker as well as from a hypnotherapist. And there are many root workers who do this work as part of what they do. It's very important to understand that, um, say, oh, I don't want to do any spells myself. I want to hire someone to do it, is in a way saying I'm a helpless um, I'm incapable. I'm, I'm, I'm incapable. Right. Yeah. And, and, and there I'm are people... Agreeing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm really so agreeing, are... agreeing here with you because I think that empowering ourselves is the best thing that we can do. And if we feel yeah. that... And this is my personal journey with this specific modality, is that when you wake up in the morning and you really feel that enoughness within you... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your whole, like, the, the parameters of everything that you do is so different because it's not about validation from the outside. You truly start thinking, what is good for me? What is a good diet for me? What is a good home for me? What is a good partnership mm-hmm. for me? I have the guts now to define it. And if I define it and I know from within, it's conviction. And I said it a million times on the show, and I will say it again. There is a big difference between conviction and justification for magicians. When I come mm-hmm. to do a spell and I have absolutely perfect conviction, I know that I'm making this happen is going to make it happen. If I have mm-hmm. justifications, it's almost like having excuses and explanations to why things should be. But... I'm not sure of it, but I'm going to throw this herb that's supposed to help. I'm going to look back and hope for the best, but I'm really not hoping for the best because I don't think I deserve the best. Mm-hmm. But if you deserve the best, it unfolds in a whole other way. Yeah. Um, uh, Justin Sanders said, just a one-word comment, lazy. And I don't think that lazy is the only reason. Some people are lazy. You know, do this spell for me. But some are fearful. Some are laboring under a script of incompetence, you know, their parents or Uh peers saying they're incompetent. Some are wounded from a previous event that has nothing to do with this, like the time they get hit by a car. And some feel weak due to an attempt to change that failed. 
And um, and Nagashiva added a few more, deservingness, feeling undeserving, permission uh-huh. to self-liberate, hamstrung by preconditioning. So, yes, some of them are lazy. Please, just light that candle for me, rather than um, I'm going to make a mojo myself under your direction. Or please make me a mojo and teach me how to use it, because they don't want anything sent to them. They want the thing done remotely by an all-powerful candle deacon who's going to really just do everything for them. And I find that a lot of the time there's a breakthrough that comes in talking with clients like that for a long time. After two or three years, you finally say to them, may I please send you some baths to take? Not because I want Uh the money from the damn baths. It's because Uh I want them to do something for themselves, to take charge and usually, again, I'm just speaking as a practical root doctor trying to train and teach the next generation, baths are simpler than candles for many people because they mm-hmm. worry about the candle will catch the house on fire, blah, 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 what kind of candle, how long do I burn it, blah, 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 blah. bath. Put bath in water. Step into water. <laughs> it's pretty simple. <laughs> yes. So um, sometimes they, they people who um, are looking for help but don't know that what they really need is um, Mm self-empowerment, you can work with them. But if they're not signing up for, like, a course in hypnotherapy, you have to kind of sneak it in around the edges. Do you know what I mean, Nadia? Yes. I mean, some people don't, you know, you can say, tell hypnotism to them, they would be like, what are you, you know, this is not, this is not the same thing. This is not what I want to do. This is not... Um, spell work but mm-hmm. um, I think there's it's it's you know what we define spell work and what do we define intention and affirmation and prayer and faith you know mm-hmm. how many people do you hear we never did magic but my grandma used to go to church light a candle pray for half an hour and that would happen huh mm-hmm. nobody right. they, they, there was no like 300 oils there was no stack of three different size candles <laughs> with all the figurines it was one grandma church and a candle and the deed was done and that meant not only you know let's increase the cattle around and that we have food but it also meant if the neighbor across the street needs to go the neighbor will go and grandma absolutely had no problem to pray for it too that's why i love grandma (laughs) grandma had conviction grandma knew that when you approach god or you approach you approach inner god this is one of the yeah. things. But you can also see charismatic people in our community, and you can see, you can definitely see people that did internal work. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, yeah. All right. Well, this is it. And if you're interested in hypnotherapy, please see Madam Nadia. She's teaching it, job. doing yeah. it, and it's a, yeah, it's a good practice. All right. Um, and she will be back later with a, a, a hypnotic free spell. Right now, we're going to turn things over to Dr. Jeremy Weiss, our announcer, and we're going to get our first client. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour with your hosts, Ms. Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ali, and this week's special guest, Madam Nadia of MadamNadia.com, will be right back. Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com, and by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, 
AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org. And by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones. Miranda from Minnesota, are you there? Uh, Yes, I am. Great. Miranda uh, has had a reading from our co-host, but not about this particular situation um, for which she has not had any readings. Um, Miranda writes in, I've met a great guy. I've been dating again. We seem to be interested in each other after a few dates. Um, But is he someone I should wait for, or should I still be playing the field? Okay, and I just noticed you didn't read the part in parentheses. The part in parentheses was, and yes, we've had sex and texted for three months prior to meeting. (laughs) Which saves me having to ask that question. But Miranda has listened to the show how the questioning goes. So, um, Miranda, I'd like to know, what is your sign of the zodiac? Um, I'm a Scorpio sun. Do you want the other ones or me? Well, just your sun sign is good for now. And the dating person, okay. the great guy, what is the great guy? He's a cancer. Hmm. Well, we know who wins in that tug of war. Um. I, Ooh, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I, you see, you're Miss Miranda Tarot. Um, uh, if you were Miss Miranda Astrology, I guess you'd know. Um, a a uh, Scorpio will always win when, when teamed up uh, when, uh, against a cancer. The Scorpio has more oomph than the cancer. Always have to be gentle with cancers. Um, Pisces um, are gentle with cancers. Scorpios really have the same water um, energy, which is very good, very deep, but um, be careful that you don't sting that little cancer. They have to protect themselves a little bit. They're very sweet, the little hermit crabs of the earth and the water, sweet little guys. Um, so, okay, now I got the answer to my question. So um, let's see. I think what we're going to do is um, I'm going to do the reading uh, Nadia will then do a reading, and then Ali will do the root work. Is that a good idea? Do we have agreement on that from the peanut gallery? Agreement. Signified by yep. saying yes while I get my tarot cards out. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Closing the box. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so the 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 question is really about compatibility, and we see from sun signs that there is basic. Um, compatibility. Now, um, you said, is he someone I should wait for or should I be playing the field? What a Scorpio question that is. I love those Scorpios. They're not going to waste any time um, getting satisfaction. (laughs) So, um, card number one is um, a card that says there may be a little bit of uh, difficulty with this Cancerian person. It's funny because somebody said hermit crab, which is a kind of crab, and the card I've got first got is the hermit, which actually believes uh, the sign Virgo. So this person is a bit shy. Um, 
he has a lantern with a star in it. He will keep the light burning for you, keeps the light on, but you may have to approach him. He's on the icy plateau, and that is a kind of a frozen place to be. It's not a bad card, but it does mean he's not going to make the extra effort to propose marriage to you for a whirlwind courtship, and, you know, it's not that's not the kind of person he is. So he's a little bit on the shy side, not... Um, a person who's trying to ghost you, per se, but who's a person who wants to have a little bit of encouragement, needs to know it's safe to come out of the hermit shell, uh, hermit crab shell. But the next card is um, a card that I really indic- seems to indicate to me that you should give this a certain amount of time. Don't blow this guy off yet, but also don't if, if if it doesn't go the way you want to, you have a certain um, limited amount of time. And the card I have here is um, uh, called the Eight of Wands. So the Eight of Wands can be related to news that is on the way. The uh, wands or staffs are being thrown through the air, and they're going to come down to earth. In the background, there's a ruined castle. And um, that is your old dating life that you're going to be rebuilding. You decided to date again. And there's a stream of water. When these sticks come down to land, they'll probably sprout roots and grow. And it's it's really a, a sign of possible renewal. Good news is on the way. However, this card also relates to the eighth month of the year. So right now we're in the seventh month. And I would say that um, August will tell the tale if you see movement, if you see sprouting, if you see something good happening in August, and I'd give it to the end of August, I would say follow it through. Don't just jump because it hasn't happened at the speed you would like. But um, there may be some more emotional forthcoming in August. There may be something um, valuable. If it doesn't happen, if these wands just clatter down onto a parking lot and just lie there and dry out and die, you'll know it by the end of August. Okay. The third uh, third card is one of these reminder cards. Um, one, these are cards that never had anything to do with COVID-19 in my life. And since COVID-19, these cards are just screaming COVID-19 messages to me. This is the Two of Wands. He shows a person with a good plan. He holds the globe of the world. He's going to sail around the world. He's waiting for his partner. Now, I always say with this card, uh, there's no ships. There's no form of conveyance. Now I look at this thing and go, oh, my God, social distancing is destroying his ability to actually create this sailing vessel that he wants to be on. There are crossed roses and lilies. And I would say with respect to this guy, there is sexual attraction. But there also might be friendship. Which way it's going to go, not quite sure yet. But because of the lockdown things, because of some social pressures, you can't have the kind of courtship that you would like. It would be, it's going to be difficult. Be cautious, and um, I know we're all making our own little exceptions to the rule, but this says that this cannot go forward as fast as you would like it partly because of social circumstances, a lack of resources in this case. Um, and um, I, I have to say, I have thought about redrawing this entire 
tarot deck with masks on everybody. And this is a guy <laughs> who, who well might be wearing a mask. So there's something about the circumstances more than him. He is shy, but I would wait and, and just follow this through to August. If it doesn't work out, you'll know um, by by either by in the middle of August or the end of August. That's my um, advice. So let's have um, Nadia do a reading, and she's going to use a different set of cards, I believe. Yes, it's a tarot deck, but it's um, it is still a tarot deck. It's um, uh, the wild. Uh, what was it? I I told my she like I, we we remember the the, the wild unknown tarot. So it's a little modern version that combines a little bit of the soft deck, a little bit of, you know, farmer common stamp. It's all good. But Miss Miranda, thank you for letting me read for you. And I am a, a student of Miss Catherine and quite often when I pull cards, no matter what deck I use, they vibe pretty well together. So I'm going to throw out the cards that I have so you guys know what I'm looking at. And then I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what I gather from it. So my first card here is the Mother of Wands. Mother Wands would be the Queen of Wands. Then we have um, the Six of Wands and the Sun, but both of them came up reversed. Now, I don't read reverse cards as in reverse extra meaning, but I do look at the flow. And having that Mother of Wands, to me, this is the female figure, perhaps even a slightly older than the gentleman or emotionally more ready for a relationship or emotionally have more experience with relationships versus those ones that the seven of um, uh, the six of ones that is reversed and the sun. So what I'm seeing here is first and foremost I'm confirming this delay, those one the the six of ones reversed and the sun reversed tell me that things might take uh, a little longer time, but um there is still something brewing here. Something is going on. And with the sun reversed and also a card that's often associated with victory reversed and your card upright in one tells me that maybe there is a little bit of um, overpowering going on, meaning maybe you appear too strong or maybe you cuddle too hard or maybe you're, you're now that you're like, okay, I tried you out and I like you and I want more. And whatever's happening with him, he feels a little bit deflated, a little bit um, incompetent. It, it feels like almost the male mojo is a little pointing downwards and not, and not upwards. Um, so there is still a chance here. It didn't go anywhere, but in order for you to keep it going, you have to let off the the mothery kind of energy and let him regain his own potency, his own male power, his own belief in himself. I don't know if um, there is some work situation or other issues on his mind because it feels like there is some, the energy that's leaking out of him, it's not even emotionally related to the relationship, but you have to be aware of it because if you don't walk that line of, not being too gentle, but not being too overpowering, you can help him recenter. That is what I say. But definitely a delay. And with the sun here, I would say August is a really it's a it's an interesting time frame to set. Absolutely. Great. Great. Okay. Um, all right. Um, let's see what Ali has to say in the way of root work. 
Yeah, I think you've gotten some fantastic readings here. Uh, and you've actually said in the chat, these readings are on point. I want to go faster, but he doesn't. Uh, he seems very interested. That's all good. Um, this, is a, this is not unusual for cancers. Uh, cancers aren't, uh, you know, we talk about them as sort of gentle signs, but they're hard shells, meaning that it takes a little bit to get to know them. So they're a little bit slow when it comes to, to, you know, opening fully up to someone. But once they do, they're made for life. Uh, so that's very typical of cancer. So you have to be patient. You were running in two different speeds, and that's what my root work is going to address, is how to get everything on the same page. You should also be no, you know, aware of the fact that as a Scorpio, um, you have the ability to harm him and harm him pretty badly. So be mindful of that. So what we need to do is do a little bit of work to sweeten all this in the right direction uh, and bring uh, this to a fruition because there is some good potential here. I'm going to give you a sort of uh, adjusted root work. It's going to combine some elements of astrology, some elements of root work. Uh, very easy to do, but it's a very old formula that actually goes back all the way to the medieval, perhaps even older era, but adapted for hoodoo. You want to start your work when the moon is in cancer. Make a doll baby for him, so you're working with his sign. In this doll baby, what I want you to put is rose petals, ginger, lovage, uh, some rosemary, so that you have control of them, and cuba berries. Then, it takes roughly about two-ish days for the moon to move through the sign. You are going to baptize this in his name. Then you're going to burn some incense, mixing come to me, love me, and fires of love. You're going to smoke that doll baby in that incense, and then you're going to make love to that doll baby. You are a Scorpio. You are unbridled sexual energy. This is also why you're like, should I play the field? Very Scorpio question. Scorpios are not <laughs> without love should they want it. You all have very hypnotic, speaking of hypnotism, you have a very hypnotic personality. That's the case for all Scorpios. So you're going to tap into that sexual energy and you're going to work it. You're going to make love to this doll baby. You know, saying sweet nothings in his ear, the stuff that you would say, encourage him, tell him how much you love him, how much you like him, what makes him sexy to you, what you know, make make him feel good. The sex should be mutual. You're not having sex with an inanimate object. You're having sex with your actual partner. You're going to work it that way. Then, when the moon goes into Scorpio, you're going to make a doll baby of yourself. You're going to include all the same stuff with a couple additions. You're going to put rose petals, ginger, lovage, rosemary, cubeb, but you will also add a Queen Elizabeth root and catnip. This is to give you power, which you already have, but to make that power gentle and alluring and catnip to get him to really open up and, and finally move in a little bit hotter of a way. Ginger and catnip will work together. You're going to take these two doll babies. You're going to take three ribbons or three strings that you have dressed or anointed with your sexual fluid and love oil. And you are going to bind these doll babies together using these three strings, these three ribbons, whatever. You're going to bind them at the head, the body, and the feet. The body, you should aim it so that the genitals are kind of bound together face to face. You are going to, again, smoke this now bundle of doll babies in the incense mix of come to me, love me, and fires of love. And tell him that wherever he is, he come to you safely, wearing a mask, making sure that he's, you know, you know practicing 
social hygiene here and, and actual physical hygiene, that he come to you quickly and he come with you with an open heart, with love, affection, and desire. Place this under your bed. And this person should come to you. You will see an increase in communication. You will see an increase in affection. Uh, once a, a cancer opens up, it can be a little bit overwhelming. I think uh, Doc Murphy said we overwater plants. Uh, and it's true in also the romantic sense. There's a little bit of overwatering that will happen. So it's okay. Let him express. Let him come to you. That's a sign that things are working. Once you two are physically together again, then have sex. But use a special cloth to gather and wipe yourself down uh, with your sexual fluid. So clean him, clean yourself so that the sexual fluids are mixed on that cloth. You can also wipe down the body so that sweat from both of your bodies are mingled on that cloth. You are then going to use that cloth and wrap it around the doll baby under your bed. So there's layers of joining you together. You're first working to open him up, open his heart and mind and uh, his body to you with the doll baby. You are then going to join him using the ribbons in your sexual fluid so that he's always coming after you. You've got the upper hand here. And then you're wrapping it all up in your joint sexual fluid to bind you together in a loving, affectionate, and mutual relationship. So this is my recommendation. It's work that takes time to do. It's going to take a few days. Uh, you're going to build towards this end result. It's also going to be work that you will revisit once you are physically together, uh, wrapping it up in, in that towel or that cloth. Uh, but I do sense that this will be ideal in your case, working on his heart, mind, emotions through this doll baby. Let's turn this over and open it up to Ms. Cat and Madam Nadia to see what additions or suggestions they have in this case. I have I have only one addition. This is a super 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 spell. Go back, listen to it again. It's amazing. If in the end you don't want to be with him, obviously people always say, "How do I dispose of a spell I don't want?" This is a water-based, sex fluid-based spell. Um, and if I were you, I would burn it in fire to destroy it, rather than trying to put mm-hmm. it, throw it in a yeah. river. Just saying, you know. That's just the way I am. If no, you want agreed. to keep it, if you want to keep it, just keep it um, under your bed, um, and to keep it from getting dust and things, you know, put it in a nice little um, container. Just you know, what it might—a nice little box or something. Sounds delicious. <laughs> I don't even know why I have no words. I don't, I'm getting it. I'm salivating on myself, you guys. I, I think this, this is this is a whole. There is, I see two things: one book of sexy spells by Kat and Ali and Nadia, and with some hypnotic suggestions in there. The other one, there should be an episode: How do you throw your shit out? That is whole, like, how do you dispose of things? Because really, every time there is this, like, I worked on this, but now I need to let go of this. What is the best way? Seriously, that needs to be said. But outside of that, this sounds so sexy. Yeah. We could write a whole 96-page book, How to Get Rid of Spells You Don't Want. <laughs> <laughs> and people. And why. All right. But I believe this one will work for you. I have a good feeling about it, so... If you keep it, keep it, keep it tight next to you. All right. So um, 
Next, we're um, going to have our network schedule announcement. But before we have that, I'm just going to take one little second here and just give a shout-out to all the people who've been in the chat. And there have been so many of them. So um, they are... Um, um, Angela Gabriella, uh, Anna Gabriella, excuse me, Angela L, Conjuring Ali, Chorus Lucky Mojo Hoodoo, Covet Gift 2, Doc Murphy, Dr. Sweets, Hound and Hearth, Jaya, Jeremy Weiss, Justin Sanders, um, Louise of Arabia, Madam Nadia, Miss Athena, Miss Miranda, um, Papa G, Rue Wolf, Signe DC, Sparty Girl 162, Tamara 999, and Tony I. Woof. Okay, thanks all of you for coming out for the show. Now we're going to have our network announcement. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie, Sundays, 3 to 4.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6. The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix LeFay, Fridays, 1 to 2. And Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays, 7 to 8. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time for our free spell segment with Madam Nadia of madamnadia.com in Chicago, Illinois. Take it away, Madam Nadia. That's right. I hope all of you are excited because I'm really excited to share this with you. And I uh, worked and put the spell together based on the principles of the type of hypnotherapy that I do, but also on principles of hoodoo, which is my own go-to work type, um, conjure type, what's in my heart. So what I call this is Madame Nadia's hypnosphere of enoughness. And before I give you the ingredients, I want you to remember that our brain works on two things, words and images. So whatever kind of meditation, activation, what you want to manifest, if you can work it with words and work it with something that you can hold, hold a crystal, hold an image, create a board, whatever it is, you will manifest things faster because your brain will catch will we'll, we'll understand that this is what you want. So words and images or words and things that you can hold on to. What I want you to get is clay, any kind of clay. If you are a very artistic person, you know how to work with clay and bake clay or whatever you people do, that is absolutely fine. Madame Nadia works with clay that you buy in, in Michael's and then it hardens on its own and it's perfectly as good. But you go and you get whatever clay works for you. I want you to get some should I, I wonder if I should say it in Russian, actually, because I know you guys are going to make fun of me. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to do it both ways. Acacia, please, God, help me. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but I'm going to say it in Russian. We say Akatsia. Be that English. Akatsia. You're going to get some Akatsia or Acacia, and you're getting that because Acacia is really good for visions. If your personal power and psychic power comes from your ancestors or from the dead, that is also going to be good for you. Anise as well, vision, psychic power, a little bit, trance, space, columns, because you want to be in control of that show. This is your show. You want to be in control of it. 
Calendula, also really good for dreams, but for lucky, sweet, beautiful dreams, dreaming yourself into existence. A pinch of tobacco. Tobacco is also really good for kind of the trancy places where we want to go. I want you also to get a small magnet, and I want you to get a little bit of your personal concerns. Now, for this, a little bit of hair, a little bit of uh, fingernails should work really well. I also want you to go to Lucky Mojo and get yourself some eucalyptus, five-finger grass, and crown of success incense. And I'm going to tell you why. Eucalyptus is really good to work on your own habits, building your habits, cleansing yourself from bad habits. So we're going to take responsibility here, and we're not going to say just we're going to pray on it. We're going to take responsibility. We're going to change our habits. Five-finger grass for all the good the five fingers can do for us, So, and it's also very mercurial. Incense, moving your mind, controlling your mind, being able to manifest in the crown of success is a beautiful product, should be on your shelf no matter what. And in terms of oil, I want you to use crucible of courage, of courage oil because you need to be a little bit courageous to do this work. When we go to work on ourselves, we have to let ourselves to be courageous. Magnet oil and crown of success. Okay, so the, the ingredients, these are the ingredients. What I want you to do is I want you to take that clay and I want you to take a ch- chunk of it and just make a little bed out of it. Roll it out on the palm of your hand. You can make it a little bigger, but just the palm of your hand it should be enough. Just enough to be comfortable to put your ingredients in there. So the palm of your left hand, you're making this little bed and you're putting your ingredients in, you're putting there. Acacia, the calamus, the calendula, allspice, anise, tobacco, magnet, and your personal concerns. Push it gently, gently into the clay. Just keep it in place, and I want you to cover it with the other hand. So you have all the stuff on your left hand, and you're going to use your right hand. You're going to put gently on top, and you're going to imagine that you have the most strong, powerful, powerful magnets in the palms of your hands, spiritual magnets. This is your energy. This is your vibe. This is your current. You're going to take your time, and you're going to really feel that energy going in between your palms, charging, putting your vibe, your magic into the ingredients, into the clay. And when you feel that energy building up, almost like, you know, edging an organ, feeling it there, let us feel it, really feel it, then speak into it. I am enough. Speak it into existence. I am enough. Take a deep breath. Breath in and breathe in between your palms. Your breath is going in there too. Hold it together and make a sphere out whatever you have in your hands, okay? Make a sphere out of it. Inscribe on it, I am enough. This is your totem. This is your sphere. This is your power. You're going to smoke it in the incense. You're going to anoint it with a mix of oils, and it's ready to go. But guess what? We're not done yet. We're going to let it dry. And then for 21 days, you pick out the time. You decide when you're going to do it. The time is irrelevant. What's relevant is that you do this for 21 days. And what I want you to do is to hold that sphere And every day, you're going to say this. I am enough because, and I don't care what it is, you're going to fill it up for that day. If you are depressed and you got out of bed, I am enough because I got out of bed today. 
I am enough because I'm doing my work today. I am enough because I'm learning something new. I am enough because I'm working for my family. Whatever it is, you're going to say, I am enough because. I am also enough because. Fill, it, fill the blanks. I am enough today, and I am enough. And for 21 days, do that, and you're going to see amazing results. Wow. That's really great. And I got one question because I hear the end music coming up. Um, where do you keep the sphere after you've made it? Whatever is comfortable for you and is safe. If you can leave it on your altar, if you have an altar for your dreams, keep it there. If you need to keep it in your underwear drawer so nobody touches it, keep it there. It's personal, personally empowered item it's like a totem you don't want to just throw it around and you know throw it into the laundry or have your kid play with it right all right this is really cool thank you madam Nadi. that was great now we just barely have time for jeremy to um go ahead and give us our closing announcement well thank you miss cat and conjure man ali and thank you um madam nadia of MadamNadia.com in Chicago, Illinois, for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us next week when our special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers will be Miss Athena working with figural candles. She will be calling in from New York City at GothamConjure.com. Once again, we've come to the end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. You can find Miss Cat at via Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and Conjurman Ali at theconjurman.com in Mission Viejo, California. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in the archives via luckymojo.com forward slash radioshow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to thank you for being here and invite you to tune in once again next week at this same time when you will hear the familiar strain of the Memphis Jug Band playing the Jug Band Waltz. Thanks, everybody, and goodbye. Ah, thank you, Jeremy. And you left me just enough time to say a few more <laughs> words. <laughs> um, everybody, on Monday, we'll be having a free spell for you at the uh, forum and on Facebook. Free spell every Monday. Look forward to those. There will be 100 of them. And um, that's all I have to say. And um, I think we're going to come to the end of the music. <laughs> Good night. Good night all. <laughs> Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks, all. Bye. Bye. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.